We're so glad you're here. Uh, whether you call Thrive Church home or you're just checking it out, we're so glad you're here. We'd love to connect with you at the Connect Bar afterwards. I still see there are donuts. Someone's got to eat like five donuts today. It might be you. No guarantee if they're keto or not. But hey, no judgment, no judgment. We could do an altar call after. It's all good. Okay. Um, <laughs> this morning, I believe that, uh, that we really have, that God's got something that will help you thrive with God and thrive in life. Because where do we get that name from? It, it's from Psalms 92, 12 to 13, which says, those who are planted in the house of the Lord will flourish. Or another translation says, will thrive. And when you thrive with God, you will thrive in life. John 10, 10 says, the thief, this is Jesus saying, the thief comes only to accept to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I've come that you may have life and life more abundantly. In other words, God, has, Jesus has come so that you can thrive. But in order to thrive in every single area of your life, you need to thrive with God. And then the natural effect will be that it will you will thrive in every area of life. That's really our mission. Our mission as a church, uh, why we are here, why we roll out of bed, why we set up, why we do what we do is to help people thrive with God and to thrive in life. Yeah. Hey, there are so many things since becoming a dad that I was like, before I thought I knew, and then I'm like, oh, I know now. Um, or there's things that I thought, okay, I'm not going to do. One of it was bodily fluids. I'm just not good with that. Maybe it's not a first, if you're just meeting me, not a good first introduction, me talking about that. But man, like any of that sort of stuff is like, Bleh. But there was some love that's compelled me, like Levi, he like, he does stuff, and I'm like, no, I love you, man, I gotcha, and like, I'll, I'll get him. Uh, and there's other things where I thought I understood, and, but being a dad, it's totally opened my eyes to things, and I'm like, oh, right? Sort of like when you just think that the only ice cream out there is the four-liter bucket, and then you have like McKay's ice cream, and you're like, oh, this is ice cream, right? Um, but my favorite scripture is uh, Romans 8, 38, 39, and it says this, For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels nor principalities, uh, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So good. I love the, uh, the message. It also puts it this way. It says, I'm absolutely convinced that nothing, nothing living or dead, angelic or demonic, today or tomorrow, high or low, thinkable or unthinkable, absolutely nothing can get between us and God's love because the way that Jesus, our, uh, our master, has embraced us. I love that scripture. I, that is like my favorite scripture. I'd studied it before. I preached on it before. I'd like, you know, read it over and over. And I was like, okay, I think I know about this scripture. But there was something that happened uh, just earlier this year that made me go, oh, I understand a bit more about this scripture. There was something that happened. Um, now, Natalie's the, uh, a coach at the UFC for the women's volleyball. She is the head coach. Uh, and she travels like every second week in season. And most times I don't go with her traveling, but this one time I went with her because it was nationals and I went traveling with her and Levi. So me and Levi, we were hanging out with the team. We were going on the road, hitting the road, me and Levi. So they're at practice. We were walking around with the stroller. It was awesome. Uh, and I love my son so much. I think probably one of my favorite things is being a dad. 
And uh, so the room that they gave us, because I guess when you book 15 rooms, they give you a decent room. But they gave us uh, a room that, two rooms that were adjoining for us. So do you know what I mean? So that it was a hotel room, and then there was a door between the two rooms. It was like a double door on one side, a double door on the other side, and then another room. Now Levi, he's like particular. He likes it dark. He likes it quiet with the sound machine. I don't know. Blame that on your dad because I, I made you like that. Um, uh, but so, and he goes to bed at 7. And so that's not too much fun. So what we did is we put him, right? Like what are you going to do? Sit in absolute quiet. Don't move. So instead what we did is we put him in the one room, the adjoining room. Uh, uh, with, a, with, a, with a monitor, everything. We cl- I closed the door partially on his side, closed the door on my side, so it's like nice and quiet. Quiet. So I was doing very spiritual things like watching Netflix while he was, he was, um, while he was sleeping. And, uh, and the first night was awesome. We slept so good. I woke up. Oh, so good. You know, the, the next morning, we hit the town. We went to, we went to uh, Parliament. We walked around. We were like, ooh, and we were taking selfies. It was great. And uh, then it was nap time, so we came back to the room. I put him down into his playpen, into that room. I closed the doors on both sides, closed the doors nice and quiet. Um, also, I forgot to tell you earlier, the previous night, I actually put the little chain on the door because I was like, if he's in his own room, I don't want anybody random coming in. So I put the chain on the door. And so I closed the room, and I'm like, okay, it's nap time. So I'm doing spiritual things like watching Netflix and everything like that. And uh, he had a great nap, um, which by standards, if you're a dad or a parent, you're like, yes, it's go good. But so, and then I heard he woke up. I heard him on, on the monitor and he woke up. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go get him. I opened the one side of the double doors and I go to push the other side of the double doors. And there's an issue. There's a very big issue. Actually, the double-sided doors are stuck they are actually completely closed, and the door is locked. And I'm like, oh my goodness. So the door is locked on this side, the adjoining. The door to the hallway has got the little chain on, so you can't get in. Levi is stuck. And so then in that moment, like dad, like intuition comes in. Like the love of, that I had for my son came out. And it didn't come out in, I'm calling maintenance and then going to wait for two hours for them to figure something out and then maybe take off hinges. No, all of a sudden, it was like love for my son bubbled out into some action and it wasn't on the phone. All of a sudden, before I knew what it was, because I was like, I'm not waiting this long. Oh, what I heard was his cries. I heard his voice and I'm like, okay, all of a sudden, sudden, I didn't even think about it. Boom! I'm like using my body like a battering ram and it's not moving. So I'm going boom! And I'm hitting again and it's starting to move. So I'm hitting. I'm hitting. And I'm like pushing and I'm, it's starting to move a little bit. And so I'm pushing with now with all my might on this door. I hear his cries, right? So this is like motivating me. Dad mode. I understand the mother bear, right? I've seen a bear before in the wild. Now I understand. I'm a little bit more freaked out. So I'm pushing more. I'm like, Levi, daddy's coming. And I'm pushing. I'm trying to break through. And I'm starting to push and break through. And it's a double door. The pin is down. And finally, I'm pushing, pushing. I finally do one final boom, full body, like bam, boom. And I break through. 
And I break through, and I see him. He's on the complete other side. There's no way that he could have got hurt. It's okay. He's in his playpen. He was also monitor, on the monitor. But I see him there, and I pick him up. And I say, Levi, are you okay? And I hold him. My son, there was something that separated me. But I said, uh-uh, nothing's going to separate me from my son. I don't care that it's a double door lock. I don't care about the chain. I'm breaking through because I love my son. Love caused action so that I could break through. Nothing got in the way. And when I looked back, I had little Levi. At the time, he was, he was just under one. And I had little Levi, and I looked back. The whole frame of the door was broken. Where the pin was, you know, like the pin, I completely pushed that through the wall. The, 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 there were splinters on the floor. The framing was down. The part of the door casing was out. But I had my son somewhere in Edmonton. They probably now fixed it. There's a door that was broken. But I didn't let anything get in the way of my son, and nothing could separate or stop my love for him because I loved him so much. And after that time, I realized something about that verse. When I read Romans 8, 38 to 39, where, God says, where, God, where, where the author says that I am fully convinced that neither death nor life nor angels, nor principalities, nor height, nor depth. Oh man, let's see if I got a memory. Nor any other created thing shall be able to separate you from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. In that moment, I had a, oh. You know, that door was real. That door was real. But that lo my love for him and my body broke through. Are you looking at me? You're like, how did you even break through? There was a lot of love. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I, and I broke through. But that door was real. That door was separating. He was trapped. He was isolated. He was on his own. And I think today, you may be facing things where you feel trapped, where you feel stuck, where you feel on your own and you're not sure, how do I get out of this? How do I get I don't know how I'm going to get out of this on my own. Maybe it's anxiety. Maybe there's a situation or challenge at work. You know, maybe you're having some issues with your kid and you're like, I don't know what to do or how I can help them in this time. Maybe it's your self-image and how you see yourself and, and because it's a negative self-image, that has now trapped you and boxed you in and limited you. You know, maybe it's lack of peace in your life. Maybe it's a negative report from the doctor. Shame or maybe, maybe you were hurt by people, so now it, it's like that hurt has trapped you in, so now you can't have real relationship with other people. You know, there are a ton of things, but just as real as that door was between me and Levi, I think there can be things in our life that are so real that have us trapped, that have us isolated, that can even make us feel like we're on our own and we don't know how to break through. You know, today you might be stuck in something very real, something that you feel like, I'm stuck, I'm trapped, I don't know how I'm going to get out. I want to tell you today, though, that the love of God will break through, that there is nothing, nothing on this earth, no challenge, no situation, no obstacle that can stop God from breaking through because of how much He loves you. 
He loves you so much that there is nothing, no situation, no challenge, no, nothing that can stop him from getting to you. Romans 8, 39, it says, I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing can separate you from the love of Jesus, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. In every situation, every challenge, struggle, no matter what you're going through, God will make a way because he loves you, he is so for you, and he is not going to let something get in the way. He, it will break through. God loves you so much that he will bring breakthrough. He will break through depression with his peace. He will bring breakthrough no matter what you're going. He will bring healing to brokenness. He'll br uh, bring, bring uh, acceptance to, your shame, to what you feel of shame. God will not leave you stranded or isolated in that room. He will not leave you trapped. You know, you might be right now in a time of life where it's like Instagram highlight reel. Where it's like everything is so good. It's like you got your pumpkin spice latte. PSL, hashtag best, best life ever. Right? Or maybe you're going through the hardest time right now. It's like what, what uh, David writes. Like you are going through the valley of the shadow of death. Where you're walking. And it's like, I don't see an end. What's happening? I thought it was supposed to get better. It's getting worse. No matter what you're going through, I want to tell you, God is with you. He is for you. And there is nothing that he won't do to bring breakthrough into your life because he loves you. You know, Romans 8.31 says this. What shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? No matter what you're going for, know that God is for you and he is not against you. That he will bring breakthrough into your life, into that situation, because he loves you. He loves you. He loves you so much. You know, the Bible... It's uh, the Bible right here. It's actually 66 books of the Bible all put together into one. And uh, one book of the Bible is called Psalms. And Psalms really is a, uh, uh, it's a, made up of a bunch of ancient poems, songs, uh, written by, inspiration by the Holy Spirit, but, but written by authors. And in Psalms 107, it says this, Psalms 107, 13, it says, Then we cried out, Lord, help us, rescue us, and he did. His light broke through the darkness, and he led us, in, uh, led us out in freedom from death's dark shadow and snapped every one of our chains. So lift your hands and give thanks to God for the marvelous kindness and for his uh, miracles and mercy for those he loves. He loves you. For he smashed through heavy prison doors and shattered steel bars that held us back just to set us free. That's about you this morning. That is about you this morning. Today, know that God loves you. He is with you. He is for you. And when you call out to God, when you call out to God, like, the, like Psalm says, when you call out to God, He hears you right? He's not like your husband where you're sometimes wondering if you're telling him something and you're like, did he hear me? I'm telling on myself, it's okay. Don't, just look straight. Don't look over. That's obvious. Yeah, look other way than that. Oh, apparently this is confession time. Group therapy. Um, 
But when you cry out to God, when you call out to God, know that He hears you. And He doesn't just hear you and say, yeah, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. No, He hears you. He hears your cries. Just like, I, oh, I heard little Levi's cry through the door. And know what? He doesn't just stay there and say, oh, I heard them. No, He moves. And He's moving behind the scenes. When you cry out to God, when you say, God, I need your help. He will move. There were no barriers, no chains that will get in his way of how much he loves you. Today, if there's an area in your life where you don't know what you're going to do, how you're going to get out, I want to encourage you, call out to God. Call out to God. And when you do, know that he hears you and he's moving. He hears you and he will bring breakthrough. He'll bring healing. He'll bring peace. He'll bring provision. He'll bring direction. He'll bring purpose. You know? And it doesn't have to be anything fancy, right? It's not like you have to put your best suit on and then come before God. You don't have to go on Google and say, how do I talk to God? Tell me, Google. Right? You don't have to have everything together in your life, right? You, you can be an absolute, feel like you're at your lowest and go to him and say, God, just simply, it's just as simple as this as saying, God, I need your help. I need your help. I can't do this on my own. I need your help. I need your help in this area. You know, when my son was trapped in that room, I heard my son's cry. And because of my love for him, I stopped at nothing. Nothing. I even walked with a little bit of a <laughs> swagger after that. But God will hear your cry. When you call out to God, he hears you. And there is nothing that will get in the way. And actually, Jesus sacrificed his body for you when he was on the cross so that you could have freedom today. Today, God has provided freedom for you through Christ. God spared no expense paying his very best for you. If you're ever having a day where you're like, I don't know my value, this is how much God values you. He values you at the cost of perfection because he said, I'm sending my son Jesus to the earth so so that to pay the price for you, so that you can now have a relationship. God has valued you at the price of his son, Jesus. He died on the cross so that now we can be reconciled with God, so that we now really can thrive with God and thrive in life, so that nothing can separate us from God's love. You know, in John 3, 16, uh, it says this. It says, God so loved the world that he gave his only son, begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. God gave his son for you because he loves you. He loves you. You know, God wants you to thrive with him, your relationship with him, and for you to thrive in life. And thriving really isn't just, you know, living your best life now, hashtag, with your PSL. Right, pumpkin spice latte. It really, it really is this. It's living in all that Jesus has provided for you and all that he's called you to do. Living in the fullness of what Jesus has provided for you and the fullness of what he's called you to do. John 10.10 says this. It says, the thief only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I've come for you to give you life and life more abundantly. Or another translation says, life to the full. 
Jesus has come so that you can have abundant life with him, full of God and his goodness, to bring peace into your life, provision, rest, healing, purpose, grace, and for you to experience his love. Not just to read about this book, but to actually experience him and the fullness of who he is. No matter what you're dealing with, no matter what you're going through, and let's be real, we're all going through real things, but know what? When you're going through some real things, some stuff, when you call out to God, God hears you, and he will not let anything keep you trapped, keep you separated because of his love for you. When you call out to God, he hears you, and he will move, move, and make stuff happening. You know, Jesus actually invites us to, to, uh, invites us to come to him. He says this in, in Matthew 11. He says, are you tired, worn out, burnt out on religion? Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take real rest. Walk with me, work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. God wants you to come to him. When you do life with Jesus, when you call out to him, he'll bring freedom, he'll bring healing, he'll bring peace, he'll bring rest, he'll bring real life into you. You know, again, Romans 8, I love this scripture, but it means something totally new for me today than it did a year ago. And I hope it means something different for you, is that in Romans 8, 38, 39, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of Jesus, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. John, why don't you come on up? Would you stand with me? You know, today, you may be facing real things in life like real-life things, just as real as that door was between me and Levi, there are real things that we face in life. And you may feel like, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this on my own. Whether it's anxiety, a situation, where there's challenges at work maybe, or family. Maybe you don't know, like, I don't know what to do with my son or my kid. I don't know what to deal with this situation. Maybe it's self-image. Maybe it's depression. There's challenges, negative, doctor's report, whatever it is. Know that when you feel stuck, when you're trapped, when you call out to God, He hears you. He hears you. And not only does He just hear you, but He's moving. And He's not going to let you stay stuck, let you stay trapped, because He loves you. And He will bring breakthrough in those areas. He'll bring healing. In the, into those areas. He'll bring his life into those areas. Today, know God loves you. He is for you. God wants to bring freedom into your life. And know that nothing will stop his love for you. Would you just close your eyes for just a moment of privacy for those around you? If you're here today, and there's like an area where you feel, I'm, I feel stuck. I feel trapped. I'm not sure how I, I, I'm going to get out. I want to I wanna pray for you today. 
And we're going to pray for that. And if you're here today and you're like, oh, I feel stuck. I feel trapped. I'm not sure how to get out. Just invite you, if you feel comfortable, just even just to raise your hands a little bit. Everybody's going to keep their eyes closed, but we're just going to raise it as an act of surrender. and We're just going to pray. Father, we thank you that you love us so much. You love us so, so much. And Father, this morning we say, God, we need your help. God, we need your help in, in situations. We need our help in, with our kids. We need our help in our lives. Father, we need you. And we can't do it on our own. Father, we thank you that, God, you hear our our calls and you don't just stand there but there is nothing that will stop you from breaking through so father we just ask that for every person who feels as though they're stuck in trapped father that you would bring breakthrough into their lives in jesus name father where there is anxiety father i thank you that you'd bring your peace in jesus name father where there is is lack father i think you would bring your provision in jesus name Father, I thank you where there is shame that you bring your acceptance, healing for brokenness in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for, for moving in everyone's life. Father, where your spirit is, you say there is liberty, there is freedom. So we thank you for freedom in people's lives right now. Father, we thank you and we declare breakthrough in situations in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, I want to give one more opportunity. Uh, I, I feel bad. I wouldn't ever want to let this go. Is if you've never made Jesus Lord of your life, but you'd like to, let me just tell you, not from a book experience, but from personal experience, this is the best decision you'll ever make of your life. Jesus wasn't lying when he said, I've come to give you life and life more to the, more to the full, abundant life. So I want to give an opportunity. Would you just close your eyes one more time just for privacy for those around us? If you're here today and you're like, Josiah, I want to make Jesus Lord of my life. Uh, would you just raise your hand? Would you just raise your hand? Awesome. Awesome. See that one? Thank you. Thank you. Now, if you're here and maybe you've, before you've made Jesus Lord, but you're like, today I want to make today count and today I want to say I'm rededicated I'm recommitting Jesus I want to make you Lord of my life is there anybody here I want to give that opportunity is anybody here okay yeah I see that awesome 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 all right I'm gonna pray and you just repeat after me Lord Jesus thank you for dying on the cross taking my sins so that today I can have life and life with you. Thank you for your love. Today I declare you are Lord of my life. God, I need help. I need help. Thank you for helping me. Jesus name. Jesus name amen hey if you prayed that prayer for the first time or you rededicated your life hey, I'd love to talk with you tell you what actually happened the Bible says that your spirit has actually been made a new creation and that right now they got more than a donut wall happening in heaven they're actually celebrating in heaven because now you have joined the family